hello. Welcome to the Naked Heart Podcast. Danny here, and it's really wonderful to connect with you. I'm at my grandmother's house in Orlando, Florida. I <clears throat> just had a morning with the lake, sat in tea ceremony, laid in Sukta Bhattakanasana, stared up at the sky. dreamed with the lotus flowers emerging between lily pads around top of lily pads seeing a turtle poke his head out between lily pads and say hello <laughs> yeah i'm feeling really soft feeling really grounded and as I was just journaling, I was recognizing that I feel very emotional, creative, and rich. And as I was journaling, I felt like I got this ping from my somewhat sad heart today that says, you can still be creative in this space and why don't you go ahead and record something, just a very human conversation? And what is it to be vulnerable and truthful from this space? In some ways, I feel like I've been kind of in the eye of my storm these last couple of days, what has been very stormy and turbulent environment for me. I've been home with my family and family has been a challenging place for me, a place I've deeply craved intimacy and the intimacy that we often shared in childhood. I did have a very happy childhood but there was also deep pockets of avoidance, resentment, judgment, secrecy in the family. And that's created a lot of grief for me, a lot of separation from my roots and what I've called home for so much of my human existence. So in a way, family has been one of my biggest mirrors for healing because I knew how I felt with my mom or how I felt with my dad or even at times what being in Florida, being in Orlando mirrored back to me was opportunity for healing and growth and courage and intimacy. It's been all about intimacy for me, recultivating that, remembering that, being brave again with family like I was as a little sensitive, creative, expressive child. She was so free and also so caged. And how have I lived in that paradox for so much of my life? 
so free and so caged. It's been a fascinating place to create, to be a creator, to be in devotion, to return to God, to return to art, to return to imagination and dreaming. Ah, and when I take a breath, and if you'd like to take a breath with me, do so as well. Maybe an open mouth exhale. Ah, maybe you're resonating with some of my story. But as I take a breath, I return to gratitude, just to breathe, just to be here in my grandmother's old house on the lake and to be exactly where I am in the network of family, <laughs> in the network and landscape of my healing, my heart. I've always really resonated with how Liz Gilbert describes the heart as a cathedral. So I've kind of taken that and run wild with that and wrote deep poetry into the cathedral of my own heart. In all of the rivers that pour out into life, into the people I love, into the creative projects that I love. Back to this eye of the storm concept, we've been talking about it and exploring it, <clears throat> really exploring it in the Akashic for creatives journey I've been leading and also absolutely been a student of. I'm learning so much. Leading humbles me daily. And I'm grateful for all of the lessons that I learn alongside you. If you're listening, <clears throat> you've ever done course with me, a private journey with me, a retreat with me, or just danced in Leela with me as a friend, as a follower on Instagram. I hope we've connected. I feel like connecting creates it more of a friendship versus like the separation that social media sometimes <clears throat> encourages clearly I'm clearing a bit in my throat thank you for clearing with me and alongside me but back to this eye of the storm concept so I've been talking about family being somewhat of a turbulent storm for me all of these years but if you imagine like a hurricane I'm letting my Florida hang out here hang all the way out um and like in the center of the hurricane, it's still a, a place of, of, of peace and calm and maybe a, a space of observing and witnessing all of this storm of energy around you and feeling a bit of that storm as well because we can never fully isolate from the storm. And would we want to? Would we want to, right? even on the spiritual path, if we were to keep ascending to try to leave the storm is that spiritual bypassing. So 
So life can be very stormy. And of course, there's so much love and vibrancy and aliveness and truth in that storm. There's so much mess and noise and drama and ego and kind of like unnecessary noise and mess. Life is going to be wild, right? All of us here on earth signed up for a wild journey. And what is it to live this very human existence from a very centered space, or at least being in the practice of coming to your center regularly, daily, hourly, when you when it gets extra stormy, creating all of that space for yourself to tap out of the noise and the constant circulation of external energy and stimulation. And, and what is it to return to our center through every experience and every emotional drama in every kind of turbulent relationship that's teaching us some deep, powerful lesson, but we're in the thick of it. We're in the thick of that lesson. It's been challenging to stay in the center these last couple of days. Lots been coming up in my life and some reflections I've been kind of getting from friends, family, clients. Is that we're all, we're all moving through our own flavor of egoic trauma. Right now we are in a state of purification. And I, I don't love to call it testing either. What is it really? What is it really? Let's feel into it together. Of course, we can just say artificially, superficially, without really feeling into the deep roots of what it is. We can say, oh, we're being tested in life right now. But what's deeper? If we follow those roots down... We're just in a really big lesson and, and we're, we're coming to this point, this threshold in the lesson. Where we can really pause and understand the energy dynamics at play. We can understand what life's reflecting back to us if we just pause, come to our slow, nourishing embodiment, prayer practices, just pause, slow down, heart, body, God, universe what is life reflecting back to me in this moment and can i sit with it in my own flavor of prayer I just be with it not distract myself not escape not avoid not fight or freeze 
not flight, not fawn. It's okay if we do. There's no judgment. It's okay if we're having reactions to life. It's just revealing where we are on our path and can we have grace for that? And can we have compassion for that? And can we not say, I wish I was further along or I wish I was experiencing this differently? Can we instead ground with, this is the current experience that I'm having. This is the current way that I am reacting or responding. And can I just sit with that in this moment and accept exactly where I am? So what's moving through you? I know what's moving through me. What's moving through you? Have you accepted it? What is the path to acceptance? Let's ask our bodies for a moment. So we've opened a little bit of awareness of where we are, what's being reflected back in our storm. Maybe we pause and breathe and close our eyes and feel and think and dream. We ask the body, maybe we gently tap, maybe we gently just place a hand, maybe we massage the legs as we breathe and think and feel, let it be kind of an artful process of inquiry, a poetry of sorts, poetry, conversation with the body, soma poetry, body. What is my path to acceptance? What is my path to acceptance? What is my path to acceptance? Maybe you're getting a couple of nuggets of wisdom. I know I am. I'm going to take a moment and write these in my journal if you'd like to join me. No, I've I've been inconsistent with this podcast, but I've stayed with inspiration. I've stayed with inspiration. And I like that. And also, what is it to be consistently inspired? I've talked about Andre Agassi's book on here, I believe, or talked about it with a lot of friends and family members. I love it. It's his autobiography. It's called Open. 
And I read it at the beginning of my awakening in like 2015, I think. And I read it again recently and it touched me in the same way. And sort of what I got from the book was that life is about constantly being inspired, not constantly in an attached way. It's about like opening to inspiration, being willing to open to inspiration through all of these different like cycles and chapters of our very human lives, our very human lives. And part of why I feel inconsistent in this specific platform is because I haven't fully clarified what I really want it to be. For me, and through that lens of self-devotion, what I want it to be for you or what I want to invite for you because I can never claim your experience and I would never try to. But what I want to inspire through my own storytelling, through my own sharing of practices, my invitations to <clears throat> explore some concepts and threads and perspectives that I have and allow space for you to go off on your own and explore them for yourself. A space of connection really isn't everything about connection. Connection to life, to emotion, to loved ones, to strangers, to books and poetry and art and experiences and our heart and our body and our bones. Are we here to experience this physical reality? Defining what it is for us, but defining always sort of loosely, like we're building something special on sand. Because life is that soft. Life is that sand, sometimes very loose, sometimes very dense and packed and connected. But it's always sand. Change is just such a marker for this life, such a truth for this life. So will we not always be building on sand? It feels important to not get attached to any specific identity. And I feel like, you know, if anything in the last year and a half through 2020 and first half of 2021, it's an identity breakdown an identity breakdown to break through. We're dissolving falsity in our structures. We're revealing falsity in our structures. Our own internal structures, our businesses, our minds, our mental structures, our societal and cultural structures. And these feel like the hard years, you know, 
I don't want to claim that for all of us at all. Some are feeling very powerful threads of relief and rejuvenation. And I am so very happy for them. And I am in my own way, but it's a lot more dense than I've ever experienced it, if that makes sense. And it's asking for me to move through a lot more density in my system. And I'm here for it. I, there's nowhere else to be. I'm, I'm here for it. <sighs> I'm here for it. I was writing in my journal and a mantra that was kind of coming to me as I sort of felt myself drop back into this corner of sadness that will maybe always exist and maybe that's okay because it does inspire me in its own way and I can call it depression. I can call it deep, treacherous, mysterious waters. I can just call it life or nothing at all. It can be nameless. I wrote in my journal and repeated to myself, I can be courageous even in sadness, in grief, in surrender. I can be courageous even in sadness, in grief, in surrender. And I underlined courageous and I explored what does courageous mean to me right now? And I wrote loving, warm, safe, safely brave, truthful, vulnerable, real, steady, open-hearted, emotional, creative, rich. Those last three vibrations and experiences and stories that I wrote down felt special kind of truth, emotional, creative, rich. There's a special aliveness to them, but it's kind of a, a sunken in, like a treasured sunken in aliveness. It's really of the body. It's not chasing some fantasy or some illusion that I wish to be truth or I wish was a present reality on earth. I know it to be true in some dimension, right? I know it to be truth. And it's being okay for me, my perspective sharing this here, recognizing us all as students of life perspective and philosophy and truth, and love, God. Students of body, of flesh, of bone, of blood, of culture. These experiences, these very mystical experiences I've had as a traveler of dimension, dimensional reality, all of these years of sacred psychedelic use and Akashic connection. And then just very simple meditative visions and very deeply vulnerable and potent portals with raw, awake 
sisterhood, willing to meet those depths of grief together. Yes, yes, yes. What I've learned, it is all true. And it's okay to be in the in-between right now. To be in liminal space a bit on earth together and individually, if this resonates for you, with you. To not be who you were, but to not be who you know yourself to be and to be moving into in a really real and grounded way. Again, this is not chasing fantasy of being this other person, but to be on the bridge between heaven and earth right now, to be on the bridge in transition, in a moving story, to know that there's some sort of landing, but again, to know that every place that we land is some experience of sand because life is always moving. What is it to be moving right now? What is it to be stable and grounded while in movement, in transition, in transformation? Oh, Let's take a couple deep breaths in the heart. Maybe you want to tap on the heart. I know my heart is asking for a little bit of taps. I can feel this. I can be here. I can be courageous in sadness, in grief, in surrender. And what? Or who is courage to me in this phase of my life, in this chapter of my awakening, of my human experience? And what would it be to just let the human have the experience? Let's take a breath and like really sigh it out. Let that ah uh, touch the heart, touch the primal, touch the body. Uh, uh, man, that feels good. So how are you? How is your heart? Can we meet in this space? Got a little bit of sadness and grief in my heart, <laughs> in my bones even. And I'm exploring it as frequency, as story. As a long lost piece of myself that I'm returning to or that's returning to me. And what is it to explore the vast Akashic ocean? To be in a sweet 
safe boat to be traveling this mysterious journey, but to be safe and home right here in your body, in our body, in my body, and to be willing to brave the storm. Thank you for joining me today in a sweet, surrendered conversation, a very human conversation. I love you. Thank you. I'll see you next time.